Hello, welcome to listening to my King James Bible Preaching Sermon Podcast. I will share my Christian life testimony as well. Please be generous to donate money just as a cup of coffee for me to encourage my cause. Every Christian is hoping to have a phenomenal healing miracle when we get serious major sickness that the doctor cannot help, but most of the time we all have to confront discouragement because human sin produces illness and finally produces death. However, miraculous healing is extremely rare in this world's recorded history. To have a poor needy sinner receive the Almighty God to intervene in his life and to end all sufferings, some circumstances must be met. First of all, a sinner must be repented and born again. Second, he must obey the Holy Scripture during his life. Third, he must serve the Trinity God all the time and not serve other gods, humans, and things. Unfortunately, most of us cannot match the above condition. The causes of human sickness in all varieties are the result of our rebellious and sinful nature and lifestyle. Therefore, we all justifiable deserve the suffering due to the consequences of our fault. According to the Holy Bible, the wage of sin is death. So we can't implore God to remove all punishments of sin in our prayer? Ever since our ancestors Adam and Eve, both have sinned against God and lost the glory. All the descendants will be perished under a curse to be isolated from God's love and help. Even though our Saviour Jesus Christ already paid the penalty for the sinners, who are willing to follow and obey him. Jesus also said, don't sin again. We all have sinned again after we receive forgiveness. God will forgive those sinners who don't ever sin again in his spirit and thus send the believers to heaven and enjoy eternal happiness. But, we all have failed and still have to suffer the consequences of our sinful nature in this perturbed life. Is God being a tyrannical raging to human beings? God forbid. We have to accept the truth that after we have sinned against God, there is always followed by the suffering of punishment. Similar to our earthly parents or teacher will punish their children or students. The merciful and full of compassion God wants to teach us to live with responsibility, prudence, virtue, and obedience in daily life. All in all, if you sincerely want to search for happiness in this fallen, sinful, and corrupted world, you must be insane and will be disappointed. To escape from the suffering of sorrow, discouragement, and pains, we must first evade ourselves from sin. Although this world is crammed with difficulty, disappointment, and evil, God uses this as an opportunity to teach us that we need him to find the way out to escape from the power of Satan to the power of Almighty God. If you want to depend on your strength, wisdom, and intelligence to find salvation, you will eventually fail and surely lost your soul. For the majority of people, the way to convince them to believe what they can't see the evidence but unconditionally obey the principle of the Bible, which is inspired and written by God's authority more than 2000 years ago, is almost unachievable matter. Do you pick and choose human rational reasoning or God's authority? You can only choose one. Because of the trouble of biased human rational reasoning can create a stumbling block to building an intimate relationship with God 
let alone having a humble and submissive devotion and prayer before God. We cannot see God and perceive everything necessarily according to His will. Moreover, the pathway of following Christ is jammed with doubts and Satan's deception. It is very easy for a Christian to backslide to unbelief and lose the foundation of hope. Therefore, what I must emphasize here is that if you don't look up to God's heavenly glory and feel courage in your heart to pray to God every single day and rest on Him, sooner or later, you will fall into the devil's traps and deception. God bless you and your family. Goodbye. Hi, everyone who loves Jesus Christ daily in your lifestyle and who loves to read Bible, especially King James Bible. Welcome to my channel. You will be ha happy to have watching my, my channels. All the information here is biblical and is for Holy Ghost. The results of meditating the Holy Ghost. Now I'm going to talk about the topic. Jesus Christ saved us. Jesus Christ saved us. And look at the book of Luke. Gospel of Luke chapter 1 verse 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The wide disparity between rich and poor in this unfair, unjust, unequal, and unequal secular society is the cause of despair. We all need Jesus Christ as a savior to deliver, to be delivered and saved. Everyone in this world must live in a scrupulous way, making many irreversible decisions to sustain and survive in society. Sin is the biggest issue in our chaotic, violent, and most dangerous, ungrateful world. Only Jesus Christ can fix our problem if we let him do it. Human reason is subject to biblical scrutiny of thinking. Many people rather reject the Bible and Jesus Christ in their whole lifetime while acquiesces to live in the total despair and animosity. They agonize the loneliness quietly, then they die hopelessly and went to hell for eternity. How sad in their destiny to hell is a, merely a human tragedy. Jesus Christ can deliver us from evil and bondage of sinful nature if we trust him wholeheartedly. However, I believe sometimes the more leading education you get, the more difficult to believe in God because we trust, we tend to trust science that is easy to find in the textbook 
then difficult it's difficult to find the Bible. I mean, who can read the Bible about something you don't see? You can read in the textbook and see everything around us. The physics, chemistry, biology. So it's, it's difficult to, for people to know any knowledge for the salvation they need. I mean, look around you and watch people who have the most advanced education degrees are doing. They tend to rationalize everything in scientific reasoning and detest religion willingly. I strongly believe that I can bring the most possible and convincing evidence in philosophical analyze and theological argument to them. Even so, they just can't believe it. They don't believe it because they have demons. We're all born with demons. And demon is the spy that will make you be part of, outside of salvation. The funny part is that not because we fail to bring the most persuasive and compelling evidence to them so they will believe our report because they just don't even care what indication of truth is presented to them. They can out-reason any well-trained evangelist and apologist and turn truth to be false and vice versa. They can say true is false and false is true because they don't care. They are serving Satan, they're serving demon inside their soul. It is not hard at all to believe in Jesus Christ and get to heaven. If you want to follow Jesus, it's the only way to go to heaven. Serving God is the only way to extend your life and go to heaven and have peaceful life. But people choose not to. God loves you and cares for you, but people just don't believe it. So there's no way, no way out. It's up to you to make a decision. As long as you believe wholeheartedly and trust what the Bible has said, your life will change to a degree that you have never imagined. All you have to do is to allow Jesus Christ's jurisdiction in your life. Jurisdiction in your life. Accept Him into your life. Let God control you. Let Jesus be the King of your life. He will bring deliverance. We all need deliverance from this evil uh, satanic power. Only Jesus can give you the freedom and deliver you out of the bondage of sin, the captivity of sin, loneliness, power of darkness, and rejection of life that permeate our, our life. Only Jesus can save us and do that in real, very quick if we choose. Now this is the end of my episode. Thank you so much. And keep follow up and watching my my episode, future episodes. Thank you and goodbye. Take care.
Hi. Hello to everyone who is seeking continually, continuously seeking for the word of God, for the knowledge and wisdom that cannot be found anywhere outside the Holy Scripture, the King James Bible that I'm teaching you, preaching now, is the Holy Scripture, the authenticated, the most authenticated Word of God. It's more accurate than any other version of Bible. Today I'm going to talk about the Book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, Book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 16. He that oppressed the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the riches shall surely come to want. Let me repeat again. He that oppressed the poor to increase his riches, and he that give to the riches shall surely come to one. In this message, in this message, the author is teaching us that God is warning us who oppressed in the poor to become rich. Anyone who wants to be rich by trying to do himself well, himself wishing wishy-washing, he, he, he tried to be rich by oppress the poor will never walk. If you want to be rich, be a tax. You want to get a tax from, from the, the community and, and by oppressing the poor, all you get is waste all your time. You will have many wants. You will want to buy a lot of things. You go to shopping in a department store, you go to supermarket and waste it, all your money. The more you, the more you get, the more money you earn, the more you spend. And by the balance, you don't get anything. Only the one who are seeking, serving God, who is seeking God and serving God for His purpose, God will bless him to be rich. So the riches, the rich does not come by our own will, but by job, uh, the Almighty God's will. If God wants you to be rich, that means He wants you to spread the gospel, to preach the gospel to the poor and to help the poor, to donation, donate the money to the poor, feeding the poor. So God wants you to be rich. Doesn't mean he wants you to be happy with your money. But you have to help the poor. If you don't help the poor, then why you want to be rich? You want to buy a car, buy, buy staff, buy house that is to promote your own arrogance, to promote your own boasting life. God does not, not, never do that. So anyone who oppresses the poor, trying to 
to extortion, extortion money from the poor will never be rich, even though he or she is thinking that he is rich, but it's not. It's poor in spirit. It's poor in some in salvation. That means you you are not going to heaven. Because God loves the poor. God loves the humble and God loves the poor needy. If anyone who tries to hurt in the poor, God will revenge against against you. So any bank we see it, many bank in this world have a, is a constantly oppressing the poor right now. They're constantly increasing the interest rate of borrowing money, the, the, the bank loan, the, the mortgage. By trying to make himself rich, they just murder and destroy many poor people. Many poor people have left the houses uh, even bankrupt. God is not going to condone that kind of action. So if you want to be rich by doing your own stuff, you're not going to be blessed by God. You want to bless by yourself, you will, all you do is turn to ash and dust. You will never walk. You will pay a big price and regret that you've done that. So in order to be rich, you must help the poor. And God can give you rich, but it's not does not mean that God only give you the the money for make yourself glorify yourself, but to help others to distribute the blessing of God to others equally. So in this sentence in this Book of Proverbs chapter twenty two verse sixteen. He that oppress the poor to increase his riches, and he that give to the riches shall surely come to want. You will buy a lot of stuff. Many people earn a lottery, but sooner or later they spend they squander all the money into buying unnecessary stuff. Then they regret. So by making yourself rich, it never work. It doesn't work. You will spend, far spend, more money than you earn. And it's waste your time. Thank you for watching my episodes. And God loves you and take care. See you next time. interested in Holy Scripture King James Bible or any other version of the Bible who are seeking kingdom God and His righteousness. Today I'm going to talk about a topic in the book of Exodus in the Old Testament after the Genesis the Exodus chapter 16, 21, verse 21. And they gathered 
it every morning, every man according to his eating, and when the sun waxed hot, it melted. Exodus chapter 16 verse 21 And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating, and when the sun waxed it hot, it melted. In this verse, God is telling us why the world is full of starvation and poverty, why this world is full of unfairness and injustice. Why rich people are extremely rich, extremely opulent, extremely luxury, full of luxury and wasting a lot of money and purchasing uh, unnecessary goods. Why poverty people don't even, don't even have food for a meal, for a, a, a breakfast, um, lunch or dinner. They don't have a daily bread. When rich people can spend money on, on jewelry, in gold and silver, in expensive sport cars, expensive apartment, expensive mansions, expensive villa, expensive house. Because the rich people accumulate money and they don't even distribute to poor. They are selfish, egotistical, self-centered people. They highlight high-minded, high look. They boast their money by spending more money they earn and not even want to want to dispense some part of it to the poor community. Rich people get more rich, poverty get more more poor because the, the society we are living in are full of people are selfish, self-centered. We have more abundantly when we are blessed by God. We, we have income. That is more enough for our daily bread, food and raiment. The Bible said, food and raiment, that you shall be content. But most of us accumulate the money in a bank and not even try to share to somebody who are lack, who are insufficiency, insufficiency of daily bread. And many are na naked not even cover, no no clothing for them to cover the cold in the winter. So God knows our hearts. God knows we are greedy, we are greedy devil, we are greedy. People are greedy, even though they have more abundance for them to buy and sell, they still want to hide it for themselves the accumulated possession. So God feed Israelites in the Passover after they crossed Red Sea 
and God feed them with mana, and the mana cannot maintain very long because when the morning the the sun sunrise and the hot heat made the mana stinks. It stinks so bad it cannot be eaten. So that Israelites will distribute the ex excessive of the food to to the poor community, to those who are not gathered. Who gather less are not less. Uh, who gather more will not be too much. Will not be over much. So God condemned the greedy people in this world. When when rich get more rich, the poor become extremely poor. God wants us to share our blessing, our income, our time and efforts to the poor needy and not to hide our mercy, hide our compassion uh, and not give it to anybody. Freely receive, we shall freely give. If God gave us money and possession, we have to freely give because we are unprofitable servant. We cannot do anything without God. God feed us. We don't feed ourselves. God feed us to have to give us a living. So we shall spread the excessive possession and food and raiment to the poor who in lack of them. This is the end of my episode. Thank you so much for watching this episode. God love you every day and as you are uh, uh, gather more knowledge in the scripture, it, the, the scripture feed your soul and make you happy, peace and joy. There's no other things that you can buy to make you peace and joy and happy unless Unless you read the Bible every day, you will be happy and truly happy, I guarantee. Thank you, goodbye, and take care. Hello to everyone who watching my channel, King Chen Bible Preaching and Bible Study. In our channel, we talk about the true word of God. We are not talking about theology. Nothing of institutional seminary program, but it's practical, it's biblical, and it's meditated day and night, a result of the Holy Ghost consultation, consulting that is the true, inerrant word of God that we preach. Today I'm going to talk about in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament book of Micah, the prophet Micah, chapter 7, verse 8. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in the darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I repeat again, rejoice not against me, O oh, my enemy, when I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me.
in this verses, we conclude that even the saints in the Old Testament have failed in one part of area of their life. They are not perfect. In the book of, in the New Testament, in the book of Psalms, God said, if you said you are perfect, you are perverted. In the book of Psalms and in the book of Romans, in the New Testament, also said that if, if you say you are perfect, if you have no sin, you call God, you, you are a liar. If you say you have not sin, then you call God a liar. People sin. Christian, not Christian, have sin issue. Because they are not perfect. The carnal, carnal minded who are living in flesh is subject to the to sin. So people fail. In the in the Bible in the Bible time, biblical people also fail, also sin in in their life. So do we have sin? We do have sin in our in our life. And the, when we sin we confess and repent of our sin and move on. So that we not stay in the in the deep breeze of our failure or defeat. We are not looking back, we are looking forward to the future that we should not enjoy sin, but enjoy the forgiveness of God, the remission of sin. So sometimes our enemy will will laugh, question, say that you, you fail, you fall again, you sin again. You are nothing just like pagan Evadel. They are all wrong. Pagan Evadel has sin issue, but they don't recognize it as a sin. They say it is okay, it's normal. It's very ordinary to ha have that fault. They don't recognize it as a sin. They said it is fault. So even Christians have sinned, but repentance will bring God's mercy and grace. Without repentance, without confession, the sin remains still. So Christians have sinned because they failed, because they obeyed the flesh, not obey the Holy Ghost. If you obey the Holy Ghost, you will not sin. But we have flesh that dwell no good things. Apostle Paul said, I have flesh that dwell no good things. It's desperately wicked and deceitful. So flesh is the source of sin. It's a problematic that will cause failure and, failure and fall. So that we cannot walk with God, with power, with righteousness. So failure in, in Christian life is occurring sometime in our lives. That we have to repent and confess sin to God. And that God will forgive us and have mercy and grace and give us strength.
the strength of not sin again come from God, not come from us, not from within us. If we say we cannot sin because I have power to stop sinning, that is self-righteous, that is deception, to deceive people, to boast in about our own power. That is heresy. The strength of not sin again is from God alone, not from anybody, not from preacher, not from pastor. The strength of not going to sin again because of lust. Human have flesh, flesh lust against, against spirit, and spirit lust, and spirit is enemy of, of the, the flesh. So the spirit is enemy of flesh, and flesh lost against spirit. So you cannot live without sin if you have a flesh attached to it. Your only way to prevent sin is to obey the Holy Ghost, is to walk with the spirit and not walk with the flesh, because the flesh lost all the time. Our flesh is egotistical, is finicky, we do have lost many things uh, for pressure, for pride of life. So only way to prevent be a sinner again is not to follow after the flesh, but to follow the Holy Ghost. This at the end of my episode. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Hi, to everyone who are interested in King James Bible preaching, the fundamental and biblical Christianity that we have a beautiful sound doctrine in King James Bible, the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the gospel, with joy and peace, we shall share this kind of beautiful preaching every day to believer and unbeliever also. Today I'm going to talk about a doctrine that can be found in in the book of James chapter 3 verse 14 to 15. But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthy, sensational, and devilish. devilish. But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from the above, but it's earthy, sensational, and devilish. devilish. This means that if we are servants of God, sometimes we have temptation and the carnal-minded, carnal feeling of bitterness. 
if something happened to our life, something mis mishap that happened in our our life, we have bitterness. Uh, sometimes we are feeling a betrayal and abandoned by God, or depression, anxiety, worry. We shall warn us that this kind of feeling is not normal. This kind of feeling is from the devil. To bitter against God, to grouch against God, or oh, my income is not enough. My paying job is not in higher enough. And other say sinners have a higher position, but how about me? If you have the bitterness that you don't receive enough blessing, you see you are envying people who have much blessed in his life. That kind of bitterness and envying and jealousy and strife in our hearts is dangerous and poisoning. It's a silly thinking. When we have that kind of feeling, don't be glorified ourselves. Don't say that I, I am, have this kind of feeling because God is not treating me well. And not lying against the truth means if we have sin, we should confess it. Don't just hide it out. That's normal. It's okay that everybody sin. Who never sin? Don't lie against the truth. Don't say the truth in the Bible is nothing matter. It's not objectively truth. When the Bible said every word of God is pure and it's truth for doctrine, for reproof, for, for edifying church, we shall not say that the, the truth may not be true. We shall not lie against it. We should obey the gospel, obey Jesus Christ. If we said we belong to Jesus, we should belong to Jesus. Our heart also should belong to Jesus. Our doctrine, our meditating day and night, everything in our hearts should be belong to Jesus. Otherwise, we are not lying against the truth. We are hypocrites, charlatans. So when we have bitterness, envy, strife, and grouching spirit against God or against other co-worker or other brethren, that kind of heart, that kind of attitude is very dangerous poisoning. It's from the demon. It may, might be from demon inside of us, from Satan's array attack, from the world. The worldly lust, the sensational, and from the devil. So we should be aware that not to keep holding on it until another day. If we keep holding on it and allow it to, to prolong in our life, we are not going to be a good servant of God. We are not going to serve God well. Because that is, that was attempt to mock our faith. When devil mock our faith, we are hypocrites, we are powerless. 
we are in temp tempted over time and we will fail we will sit sit in, in in small matter but later become big matter if we allow sin to prolong in in our life it will become big matter that will jeopardize our ministry jeopardize the christian testimony so don't allow this to prolong uh, in our life, kill it, hate it, denounce it, renounce it, reject it with a fully intent and love God. Let God love you. If you feel that God doesn't love you, hate that kind of idea, that idea from Satan. Otherwise we will sit, we will make excuses of sin, say that because God doesn't love me, why should I sit, not sit again? I chastise myself in vain. I cleanse my heart in vain. I'm washing my innocence in vain. That is an excuse. That is the devil's wisdom. That is to make ourselves more sinful. And we should reject it. It's from the devil. Now, this is the end of my video. Thank you for watching my video series and goodbye. God love you. Take care yourself. Goodbye.